Yeah, it's Brian Wilson, Love and Mercy off his, uh, uh, it's a solo record. I don't know, I, 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 we don't have time to figure that stuff out. Um, uh, before that was Johnny Cash, uh, Nine Pound Hammer, Eight Pound Hammer. It was a heavy hammer. Uh, we're going back to the basement. This is, um, I, I like I like this. I'm going to, uh, uh, Kiti Botula, K-E-I-T-I. First name, Botula, B-O-T-U-L-A. This is called Wider Net. Oh, that's the Wider Net uh, record. And this song is called Riptide. See, we're turning that up. Touching that. Uh, Riptide. Um, The dots are going in a linear fashion. Always a good sign.
Hey, this has been Bug House Square. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Thank you, contributors. I hope this uh, works to get uh, up where it's supposed to be. <laughs> uh, if not, uh, we'll see you next week. Be good. Be as good as you can and as patient as you can and always think before you uh, yell. Dick.
Latoya, she'll be back next week. We miss her. Uh, Latoya is the one who actually pays attention to the news. I submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. Like that I makes don't. sense. I don't. I don't do the news. I mean, I, I do. Well, I, my I have an uh, older father. And he basically, well, of course your father's older. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, he basically watches the news 24 hours a day. Ooh. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's his thing. In World War II, like, Ooh. this dude is an expert on World War II. Like, I don't know why. Like, I guess, I don't know what it is, but it's an obsession. But anyway, he watches the news. So I'll just ask him. I'll just sure. sit down and say, you know, you know, what stupid thing this president has done today. Exactly. Or what unorthodox or unprecedented. You know, amazing how many time they say unprecedented uh, yeah un- un- unprecedented unpresidential activity <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. he's so unpresidential and he's yeah. so unprecedented he every yeah every day is cra- the whole i didn't even know the government this is how out of touch i am or i i don't pay attention to it because i find it so frightening that if i did I would have to go through some major therapy, like or something. I would just be so stressed well, out that it's kind of a red blue pill, blue pill thing. Like, there's a point in time in your reality as a human, if you've been lied to to a certain degree, mm. that to, to 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 know something outside of your reality, even if you're running from that truth, is dangerous. Like, I feel like like the Matrix was like some kind of psychological blueprint to our our reality. You know? Sure. Because the truth of the matter is, if you you don't are not willing in actually searching for it like it's kind of a traumatic experience to go from being lied to to finding a truth and then you're alone with the truth like the truth makes you isolated Oof. so you know what I mean so once you become once you have to get used to the concept that wow like it's just like the matrix when he woke up right when he took made the option and he woke up he was by himself and all he saw was other people sleep right yeah that's right and with the weird thing and he pulled those things out they all yeah. came out of his back. It was like, oh my god! Yeah, and, and but he had no clue yeah. on what what was next, uh, and he was completely alone. And it was like this was a bad decision. Well, could he even? I mean, <laughs> if I woke up out of that, I'd be like, can I even breathe the air? Like all of these things. It was, what I'm saying is that you're, you 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 I step in from one stuff. reality to another, mm. and I and I've crossed that line years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, we our eyes. I think that, I mean, it was just Christmas time, and we do as a society just categorically lie to children for many years. Yeah, we awful. tell them with a bunch of different things. Easter Bunny, Santa, Tooth Fairy, we lie to them and everybody buys in. Everyone's like, don't don't tell them it's not Regina. Don't ruin it for them. I'm like, wow. But maybe we do that as a society to prepare them for all the other lies and disappointments that they're going to face. Yeah, we, could you, we, the, the way it's set up currently is that we have, it's like the biggest con ever. Mm-hmm. We have to die with the lie, mm-hmm. right? The, the point is to never expose, if you know, Keep it secret. Keep it secret. Keep it secret. So if you know you, it's your job, even if without even taking an oath or joining anything, in order for you to function normally, or whatever what normal might be, you have to be quiet about the knowledge. Sure. Just absolutely. because you just cro- you just went too far. And the only other time, the only in in what in the sense. It's also an economic thing. Mm-hmm. You become isolated because it's like if people know that you know certain things, they're not going to give you the opportunities that you had if, if you played the role. If you, yeah, if you just play dumb, shut up and play dumb. Yeah. I know that. I've, if, I've been a woman my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> so the one piece of truth that I hold that separates me from other people huh, is that 
and it's something everyone's believed since everyone, everyone believes it. T-Rex's bones were put back together wrong. Follow me on this for a second. Think of a T-Rex in your mind, right? Mm. There he is, biggest, coolest, meanest, awesomest, like dinosaur of all time. Mm. And the hubris of man to put him on two legs. Why? Why would we put him on two legs? And he's got these little non-functional arms in front. Why? Why would we do that? And it was found in the 33rd parallel. So all the bones were in different places and we put them back together in the, you know, in like 1886 or whatever. All the archaeologists said, well, of course, of course the biggest, coolest dinosaur walked on two legs like a man. And if you look at the bones, it's got this weird hip cap, right? That like forces it forward and the big beefy legs. So if you take that hip cap and you flip it upside down and you make it a breastbone, it doesn't have a breastbone. It's got these little, very thin, like rib cage yeah. things that come together, very and there's wrong. no breastbone. The most important part of your body, arguably, would be the heart. Right. So why wouldn't you manufacture a defense? And you know, what I mean, we have a strong. This is this hard. You know how hard it is to get to your heart. Yeah. You From your rib cage. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this is the protection. This is protecting your heart cavity. Because we have a breastbone now. T-Rex, when you look at the bones, has no breastbone. But look at a Stegosaurus. It had spiky things and a tail with spikes, which means that. The T-Rex was completely vulnerable because he had those little arms. Can't do anything with those. Bah, bah, bah. And then that thing, bah, right? It, it, it would, he would have no defense against a dumb animal that only eats, you know. All it would have to do is run and hit it in the chest. Well, it could, bah, exactly. And so what it's big, ah, so here, this is the thing. If you flip that hip cap upside down and make it a breastbone, then those big beefy legs become big beefy wings. Bah, bah, right? Mm-hmm. And then those tiny little saggy arms, you move them back. And their little legs. Ever seen a bird with big legs? No. Look at any bird. Look at a robin. It's big chest mm. and it's got tiny little legs. And a, a seagull. And they perch. Burr, burr, burr. So why T-Rex was a dragon? Why would we have all this dragon mythology? Why? Over years and years and years and years and years. We have dragon mythology yeah, yeah, going back to sense. the beginning of time. We got St. George and the dragon. We got people fighting dragons. Dragons, dragons, dragons. Where are the dragons? Uh, you know what? I would have to. I would have. Okay. I, you know, I'm, it's, I'm new, yeah. so I don't want to. I don't want to. No, no, step it. on it. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> but okay, I have a. I call it fourteen hundred and ninety-two lies. <laughs> like, and I question everything. Like, every single thing that we know to be humans now, after fourteen ninety-two. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even think dinosaurs existed. Honestly, however, I believe don- dragons existed. So, so I was. I'm glad I finished. Let you finish <laughs> because I believe that what we're seeing is the dinosaur, the the dragons, and they took when they couldn't put it together, they made other dinosaurs. Sure. Because they're really just trying to hide the dragons. Absolutely. Like it's really there's no other thing. It was dragons. Sure. I I I can hundred percent believe that because of my see, T-Rex theory. Yeah, you're having uh-huh. you're seeing dragon bones. Yes. And they had to make it into other things, so they started doing puzzle things. Yeah. Meaning that different dragons might have had different facial phenotypes. Sure. And yeah. Different type of horns. Absolutely. Different types. Okay, so there was different types of dragons. Sure. And they made them into dinosaurs to hide the concept of dragons. I 100% believe that. No way. And that's, thank you. Absolutely. Because when I presented this whole dinosaur thing existed, and I do these things to really upset people, that's why I need to be on the radio. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It 
instantly comes with a lot of you know but it's like it falls under my 1492 lies category mm-hmm. like everything you question after 14 people are going to attack so that's cool but I couldn't complete it and maybe that's why I'm here because I was now I'm like okay now I can jam them up with the actual say hey listen let's look at this let's concept. look at the dinosaur let's look at T-Rex bones because you know brontosaurus we found out didn't exist they said now they've said oh wait there was no brontosaurus we put back together some bones funky yeah and um and, and how how is a giraffe in a is it Stegosaurus? The one with the long neck. Right, that's that's the that's the one they said was a brontosaurus, but brontosaurus doesn't okay, exist. Okay, so how does a giraffe and a brontosaurus differ in body type? Maybe Good a little question. size. Size? Okay. But the length and the now and giraffes are interesting because they have the same amount of vertebrae as we do. So we have like seven vertebrae in our neck and so do giraffes, but their vertebrae are huge. They're like twelve inch, eighteen inch long yeah, vertebrae. Yeah. And so technically they're similar to us and they're mammals too. But dragons dragon dragons aren't mammals. Dragons had to be the, the reptilian. The reptilian. Well and then they found out that reptiles and birds are the same. And well, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, the T Rex theory came in is that he had hollow bones. Meaning that all things that they say are, are reptilian are coming from the bird family, which we still have reference. Sure. And if we have all this mythology and visual images of dragons, yes. where are are the dragon bones well they put them together as dinosaurs yes makes complete makes sense makes complete to sense to me too <laughs> because the T-Rex bones were put together wrong because of the hubris of man because man wants to say everything big and awesome walks on two legs like man yeah this like, just, that's yeah. not necessary we're like collectively ignorant they should have never men should have never been in charge of anything I'm just as a man I'm anti-patriarchy and I feel like we've made a crucial mistake in our human evolution by allowing men to be in charge personally now this is just and i'm saying as a man like i'm i'm in charge of me but it's as far as being just unilaterally outside of protection i feel like women should work in the collective and then tell us what to do and we should just protect them (laughs) that sounds great that means i mean what i'm saying is y'all make better decisions together plus you have children so you actually default actually care about me even if you don't know me because conceptually you'll say okay that's someone's mother i relate to her right you know what i mean so therefore he's okay or he needs help or he needs to be nurtured the concept of empathy yes now and everyone is capable of empathy but some say women are more so capable because they are able to breastfeed both boys and girls as babies so you can personally attach to both men and women in a way that's like deeply nurturing yes but men can do that too because look at all the men chefs like any man who cooks I'm I'm like you are deeply nurturing me let me get this this is the thing right it's the Alta cast we can say anything we want men are (laughs) women first and then we become men and I believe as a protection mechanism Huh. Meaning, t- meaning there was a time in humanity, probably the cataclysm that broke up the continents, where right. humans Pangea. needed Pangea from Pangea, where humans yeah. needed to adjust. I mm-hmm. believe before humans were women, but they needed to make an adjustment due to protection and or trauma. So they said, okay, we we we're threatened as humans. Let's create a, another part of us that is stronger, hmm. that is uh, bigger. That you know that uh, is designed to protect us because without us they wouldn't exist and so therefore women decided to create man. Huh? Wow, that's opposite of the. Well, of course. That's great because the creation theory I really dis 
like the Bible from the now and I was trained biblically for years and years I went well, to Bible most school of and, were. <laughs> but I mean I went to like Christian school and I was very very like biblically <clears throat> trained and the one thing it makes me from the beginning with the Adam and Eve story it's like in the tenth line like first all this stuff happened then man was created then woman was created from man so it's like the opposite of the story because of the fear of the power of women that it becomes this whole alternate story that because women are creators we like literally how make backwards babies. how backwards is that ideology like right. meaning that this is the only time that we have a point of reference for a man creating a woman is in a in a in a book that that mind you is a spiritual text as has been you know strived from years however it doesn't make sense conceptually when you see in nature yeah. only feminine energy is creating human beings and or other i mean there's no example in 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 nature as far as mammals that a male creates a, a, another seahorses well seahorses are different they don't do they birth them do they no, just no, carry no 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 they carry them they carry them meaning that but they also stay together for life oh meaning that once you mate that that's your mom and dad forever right like penguins like ever ever yeah they ain't like breaking parrots them. parrots yeah parrots mate for life although i recently saw some parrots I think straying outside their bonds because <laughs> they were cheating. Yeah, well, I, I live in the Tenderloin, and most of those parrots of Telegraph Hill in the city live in nice places like up on Knob Hill. They all live and they live over by South Van Ness in this They're alcove. free? Yeah, the parrots. You don't know about the parrots? They're these African green parrots. They've lived in San Francisco for years and years and years. They're called the parrots of Telegraph Hill, and they escaped from something, and now they're this huge society that lives in San Francisco. You hear them, they fly over the mission all the time. They're very loud. And they're in groups, and they're they're very loud. But they're parrots. They're green parrots. They're very pretty. They're little though, and so they mate for life. And these two parrots came to my lanai, my fire escape in the TL, and they were on this branch together. And then they were like having sex on my lanai, like seriously doing these mating dances. My cat was losing his fucking mind. And I got some video of it of the parrots fucking, and I was like, these parrots are like cheating because why would they come to the TL to like get they're like no other parrots are coming here they ain't gonna see us we're in the TL <laughs> they decided it's great. to dip yeah. off you know that makes sense hey? <laughs> so they went to my I have this crazy footage of the parrots fucking and I'm like it's just they're, and they're right there they're so great and they're like ah, ah, and then they and hey man you know what society has filtered into there see this is it look there's an elder that's gonna find out this is a whole anime story there's an elder that's going to find out and say, hey, listen, the reason why I've been able to function in this foreign land for so long is because we stick to our tradition. Yeah. And by you cheating, it's going to disrupt the tradition. You see these humans do it, and you think it's okay, it's going to destroy. It's going to destroy the whole like, parrot it's, colony. Yeah, it's going to destroy, cause a conflict within the colony. There'll be a fight. It's like a whole thing. What do you think about, this is completely jumping ship, but not necessarily changing tracks too hard. Polyamory negates cheating right because if you're honest about your cheating or you say this isn't cheating this is polyamory like is that 
Okay. Does the honesty wipe away? Because I, I myself am a, like a serial monogamist. I, I can't really share. I don't like to share. I'm too jealous. Well, you apparently I'm in the right place. Apparently this is where I need to be for 2019. <laughs> uh, I didn't even want to say 2019. You're the first person to get me to say to. I've skipped 2019. <laughs> I'm going to 2020. But, sure, 2020. I feel like I've, I've made it to the year because... My whole concept in life I, is about what I call BPMs. It's Bitcoin, polyamory, and music. <laughs> it's, this is what I do. Fuck <laughs> like, yeah. So, Bitcoin, we just got a Bitcoin wallet. My friend just made it for the station because I was like, a what? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and, and, and I and I and I um I have a, a little a podcast and it's on this, this app where I talk to different people from, you know, some kind of an app. And, um... And I talk about polyamory, and I don't talk. And I'm, and I'm personally like, mind you, I'm actually single. Oh, like good. I'm a poly single, as they call it. Sure. So I'm single, but I understand. And I've done. I call. I had did a show called Anti Dating, which I'll probably reprise here. Sweet. Is that if you do the research, once again, fourteen hundred and ninety-two lives, there was no dating. There was no dating. It was arranged marriages to maintain the society that right. it was in, and that was commonplace. What about poor people? So that's aristocracy. No, no, no. Everything was arranged. N- n- yes. Wow. It was the normalcy within a, c- a colony or community of people, and I mean globally. Huh. It's the standard. Because think about it. You weren't traveling like you're traveling. No, right, exactly. You're not really moving. You're always going to be amongst your tribe, your family, and your family members in the adjoining families. Sure, you're adjoining. It's, so it's I'm a, I'm a, 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 a carpenter because we mentioned the Bible, right? Right. And uh, you're a, 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 a baker. A baker. Yeah, okay. I know how to bake bread. Okay, so I'm saying, hey, listen, the bakery, also, we work together all the time. I built the furniture for the bakery, and da-da-da-da-da. Okay, well, I have a daughter. Well, I have a son. Ah. And we knew this when before we even met. You sure. know what I'm saying? They, they're in the same range. The son is a little bit, maybe two years older. Perfect. Okay, yeah, we're already great. talking about this. Sure, yeah. No, why? Not because we're trying to steal their ability to love. <laughs> You know what I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. We're doing it because we know that if we can, if we build and and your daughter has a, a, a grand, my, our grandchild, yeah, we are now bonded, and we now can do more together. Right. We can progress together. They can progress together. The confusion won't exist, and the levels, the the concept of divorce would have to come with extreme circumstances. Sure. Also, as the say the father. I should know that I'm I'm helping raise this boy because I can't have him do my daughter any type of way. Sure. Because I, I could pull the agreement anytime I want to. It's sure, sure, start sure. to look a little crazy. I'm done. Right. Yeah. So therefore, you maintain the family structure with this concept. Wow. Yeah, so because you hold people accountable. Because you say, don't fuck with mine, don't fuck with mine. Exactly. Because it's ours. Exactly. And then you have common interests. Exactly. Yeah. And conceptually, uh, um, when there's a depletion of men, this was also another thing. When there was a shortage of men due to war and other issues, right? Which there always really has been sure. because women were first. That's why there's more, right? <laughs> but uh, the the concept of polyamory would be that women need should be protected by the men, sure. not as not because you're weak, because it's by design. Right. So therefore, the be men, uh, men being a shortage, having multiple women, but they still run the house. It's the men, it's like it's all backwards. Sure, sure, sure. People say, "Oh, you're polyamorous. You just want a bunch of women." It's like, no. I, I mean, 
I would like all the children to be taken care of. Wow. You yeah. See? So therefore, sure. I would like to make sure that all income stays within the house. Sure. Right. Yeah. So therefore, if I have a woman, a wife, and another wife, and we have children, or she has children even outside of me, and I have another woman, and she has, that means that we all can collectively raise and 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 educate our children and. Her economy, her economy and my economy become one. Right. So therefore, we have a better standard of living. I mean, sure, sure. Because guess what? Everybody's had sex, or most people, if you're of age, have said sex. It's great, but it doesn't pay anything. Yeah. It's not unless you're a porno star or you're in the sex industry. It's not like a paying gig to actually have sex. So therefore, that's not conceptually. If I want a threesome, I can have a threesome. People that talk about polyamory are not interested in threesomes. Believe me, most have had it. It's okay. It's cool. It's better for some and not for others. That's not the concept. Right. The concept is how do I have a long-term relationship? Relationship that's open and honest that can that can last to where the ideology and the lifestyle that we decide to live together can be maintained over time and yeah. resource-wise. Sure. So, and you know, and the thing is, being it's, that you I'm, think so, it's more economic. It, that's so funny because marriage. I see marriage as completely economic. I, I was married in the past, and marriage is just saying, "I have money, you have money. Let's have our money together." So. And I've always been like, every, and when I'm at weddings, I'm like, it's so nice that you guys are in love. That's great. But you also, it's good that you both have money because it, I mean, I don't have any, there's no reason for me to get married. I have no money. I have nothing. I have no dowry. I have no money. You wouldn't want to marry me. Why would you want to, why would you want to put your economy with mine when mine is so like sparse? I'm like, don't, I don't want, I'm, so for me, economically, I don't want protection. Yeah. Like. I don't ever want to have to depend. I already did depend on a man monetarily with our marriage, and I didn't feel comfortable with it. Yeah. So I ended up moosing. But it's interesting that you bring up the philosophically that the economic prosperity that polyamory could bring to it, cultures. Yeah, I mean, but can people handle it? The problem is that it is so woke, and we are so like man and a woman together without like without like exploring why we have those cultural norms. Well, I mean, I feel like, you know, being that we've gone so far with uh, uh, being open with homosexuality and open with the uh, different gender titles, that polyamory should not be a problem. Like, meaning that that if if same-sex marriage is legal, then that's the precursor for saying I should be able to have multiple wives. Sure. Right? Now, I mean, or, multi, like, at this point, let's just work on multiple relationships. Right. right? Sure. Meaning that, meaning that beyond the having the multiple wives, you have to be able to first manage the first woman. Well, wife <laughs> is also the cultural concept that we're working on that is totally, yeah, and from the past, it's been, when you say husband and wife, you mean this you and then if you have in multiple some, wives, in, then you're in some cultures taking yeah. And I and I and I kind of because I have no children, right? Yeah, yeah I don't. So know in some know. cultures, and I, and I I'm starting to move in this direction. If you have a child with someone, that's your husband. Sure. Yeah, makes mistake or not. Right. Meaning because you are now have a bond, a spiritual right. bond sure. with that person. It actually is unbreakable. 
Absolutely. So, so, so now that you have a bond that's unbreakable to conceptually act like that doesn't exist is you lying to yourself. Right. So just because you went and go create an economic bond with somebody by via paperwork, via marriage, what's more, what's stronger? Sure. Right. So the thing is that you marry if you if you have a child, you're married. I agree with that. And, it's, too, and so yeah. that means okay. You had a child with him, right? right? You're not dealing with him. You're not working well with this spiritual bond. However, you're the mother. You're the nurturer. You are the human being. So, therefore, you are taking care of your child. Yeah. If I'm dealing with you and you're understanding my concept of how I function, right, and I'm dealing with you and I and we talk and we're clear with each other, I'm going to do what I can to make sure that this child is taken care of. Yeah. But if I find a, a woman, another woman that also knows about you and agrees with the lifestyle, then we're going to take care of that child. Absolutely. Get what I'm saying? Sure. So, there should be no they due to colonialism and 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 the way we've been culturally trained, we start sectioning off ration like love becomes a, in different boxes. Sure. I love my mother, I love my brother, I love my friends. Sure. I, you know, but it's not. It should be the mode of operation instead of just saying, "Oh, I have a specific love," and it's sectioned off here. Right. I mean, it should be like, "No, this is my community, and my community is sound with the fact that we love each other." So this is my community. Yes, this is. We can say, "Wife," if that's what makes you comfortable. This is my wife, and this is my wife, and these are my children. Sure. They're not her children by a baby daddy. You know what I mean? Right, right, these right, are right, my right. these are this is my community and these See, are my friends. You're opening it up to a different kind of I, I think that a lot of people when they view polyamory they say it's all about sex. It's just sex. Well, then that's just called a threesome. I'm not, right, not right, to, right, 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 right. What I'm saying is yeah. not to, not to, it's that simple. It's like, go have a threesome. You're not sure. polyamorous because you have a threesome. Right. Polyamory. <laughs> is a rela- it's, it's acknowledging yeah, yeah. relationships yeah. with people. And it's not, and it's really not. nothing to do with sex. It's the definition is multiple loves. Sure. And I and I and I yeah. had this argument with a, a young lady saying, "Hey, listen. So you love your baby daddy, right? Yes. Okay. Then you meet a guy and then you fall in love with him, and you love your baby daddy, right? Yes. Okay. Do you stop loving your baby daddy? Not like you're having sex with him, right? But you have a bond with him. Sure. So therefore, you spend time with him. You might talk on the phone with him, right? You are friends, but you love him, right? Then you have a boyfriend you love. You spend time with him. Yes, you have sex, but is Clearly, if you look up the definition, it means multiple love. So if you love your baby daddy and love your boyfriend, you're polyamorous. Uh, sure, uh, absolutely. So the thing is, she didn't like the she didn't like the semantic breakdown of but, how it, it's the, multiple relationships. We all the, have multiple the, relationships. We are already. If you're yeah. dating, you're polyamorous, right? If yeah. you're dating, which I, I'm anti-dating now, I just thought of this concept not too long ago. I just get these things so, anti-dating because it doesn't make sense. What I'm saying yeah. is, what I'm saying is, conceptually, dating is a new thing, and I need my love to be in the community. I need to be in love with me. Right. Then I need to be in love with my environment. Sure. And the people that are in the environment, I should love too. And if I find an actual attraction. Where they're working in the community, I'm working in the community, right? Yeah. Then we can move together. That way, if we decide to go away, it's not a, I shut down all of this, my friends and all of these right. outsiders. We just, like magnets, we say, okay, we got this close, we got close, right? And then right. we just 
Sure. We're still in the same community. See, that, that's so funny because when I divorced, when I got divorced from my husband, I moved. I had to move from San Diego to San Francisco because I was like, you get all the friends. I was like, you get it all. You yeah. get the whole life. I'm moving. I'm gone. And it would have been nice to have had kind of a, you know, th that mindset, not of I, I didn't have to actually yeah, yeah. leave that community and lose all and give him all my friends. I didn't want to say I lost yeah, yeah, all my yeah, friends, yeah. but yeah. I made a conscious choice to say, well, to make things not awkward, you get everybody. I'm going to start a new life. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And so, but it would have been nice to have not lived on that marriage binary of we're together now we're apart and everything is gone yeah and then it, it doesn't it's, now it makes sense if you look at marriage as a business and a contractual agreement mm. and when two parties break they have to make amends and have to come into a mutual agreement which is why you have judges right. in, in, in mediation so you could have a mutual clean break sure okay but I'm a human being. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, And yeah, even yeah. though part of me being a human is my business and how I conduct things via commerce, I don't, I would like to to create a foundation that's solid. Right. And meaning, a spiritual connection. But it's, it's the idea that people are spiritual beings and that when we create relationships, there's a spiritual bond that's something bigger than money that's something bigger like what is what is love i think it's just it's that weird feeling it's a spiritual bond it's something that says that that you we don't necessarily understand and we can't necessarily put on paper and i feel that that negation of our soul that whatever makes us us that's sort of spiritual and we're scared of the word spiritual we're scared well, of the word spirit we're scared of the concept of like, well, we're all spiritual because spiritual, like, actually just means breathing. Sure. <laughs> so we're just, right. And we can't explain the breath. We right? can't explain why. Yeah. yeah. So, so it is, we're spiritual. Do you know that's what makes, um, when people have Alzheimer's, if they keep it and they just end up expiring finally, it's that their brain forgets to tell their lungs to breathe. Yeah. Or their brain forgets to tell their heart to pump. Like, that's what happens. It's almost like they... Their whatever spiritual thing exists in them starts degrading. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you oof, know. That's a hard concept. So yeah, so your your basic uh, what is it your your, uh, your subconscious mind pretty much lets go. Right. You know what I mean? And which then separates the connection from your physical body to your spiritual, I mean, life. Right. Right. So and I mean you know but that's the human experience. That's and that's as I've progressed and learn is like listen this is a this is a machine I've inhabited yes and I'm cool with that I like this machine is you know what I'm saying I have to work on it you know what I mean fine-tune it but it's still a good machine what am I here to do with this machine Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? do you you feel like you have a you feel you feel a, well, I have a this intrinsical purpose I have this machine yes I was given this machine of being 62 I'm working on the way <laughs> and and you know in and with these ideas. Sure. So, you know, I can be a hermit and think of cool stuff regularly, or I can go find my tribe. Right. You know what I mean? Or build the community or whatever I need to do to have the right people around me. Maintaining myself against, that's what, to me, anti-whack is really, it's like the middle spot to handle or deal with stuff I don't like mm. not necessarily negative things but it's like something negative to come in and I could transmute it here 1492 it's, lies you can yeah, transmute those lies yeah the yeah truth. yeah that's what it is that's what it's because it's, yeah. it's 
Because just like uh, Say there's a virus Right And they got it in the room And before you go to the room Where the virus is You got to go through The middle room To get prepared Right 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 So right, you right. can go handle it Okay well Anti-whack is the middle room where you can say, okay, I, you know, I can deal with it. I mean, I sure. can prepare to deal with it. I could go over and get on the hazmat suit. Yeah, and yeah. Let's, the go, now, let's go talk about. It. Okay, you yeah. want to? Oh, you want to go to the bottom? Okay, let's cool. Let's do it here. Cause I'm gonna move back to the. I when I leave when I leave the in, 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 the anti whack room when I leave the in, <laughs> yeah. contaminated area. Yeah. Cause no, the anti whack is not in, contaminated. It's the place where I can handle uh, the, the contaminated. Contamination. Uh, yeah. You I'm can gonna cleanse go back yourself to, of it yeah, to get back to. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the, my happy spot, my joy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Which is another concept I call I'll make yourself, which is the self. Self improvement, the self love, the self awareness, self. Sure. <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? So, you know, self doesn't, you know, that's your higher self. That's just Whoa. self. So you got to just be, you know, but you got to know how to, because guess what? If you ignore, that's fear and it grows. I ignore my higher self and I usually hang out in my lower self, which is not necessarily a nice place to be. But. I like interact with my own. I think we all have a higher self and a lower self. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem is when we sort of wallow in that. Like for me, it's martyrdom. For me, it's like, I work so hard and nobody appreciates me. That's my lower self as opposed to my higher self, which would be, I am working hard for myself and the future and I'm recognizing that and I don't require other people to recognize that. Yeah. But my lower self is like, why won't I be recognized? <laughs> and so, it's the same amount of work. It's just the perspective of where I choose to land. Like yeah, I yeah. can land in my lower self or I can land in my higher self. I can fly to my higher self. Speaking of higher selves, um, I'm going to bring up some music and we're going to, I'm going to smoke some pot. I don't know if yeah, you yeah, like yeah. to smoke some pot. I, yeah, I lift it. Uh, well, I have tons of weed. Uh, we, this is, we like, we like it high on the AltaCast. <laughs> this show originally started, it was, um, Alta California Botanicals was a tincture company in, in San Francisco that worked with us for a long time. Sadly, they are no longer. They made the best tink in the biz. Uh, but it was like Alta Cast, Alternative, Alta California. Yeah, like, yeah. it's all kind of... But I definitely like to get high. And uh, Mutiny Radio is a space where we have no problem with that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, um, we're going to listen to Cope for a song. Unless you have a song you want to look up on the YouTube. No, oh, no, no. Put, actually, we'll do this because it's a learning experience. So, pulling back the veil for everybody, put in DJs, and then go to the go to the YouTube and pick pick your favorite song. Uh, and we'll and then we'll play it and I'll show you on the uh, sub mixer how to play so um, I'm training right now shake he is going to be the host of anti-wax show every Friday from 10 to midnight following Pamtastic's comedy clubhouse what a great Friday you guys will have in store for you uh, it's a great day of programming starting at noon from noon to 2 is the weekly review with Roman Reimer giving you all the news from the LGBTQ perspective. Then uh, at from 2 to 3 is Women's Magazine, 3 to 6, Common Thread Collective, 6 to 8, Happy Hour Open Mic, 8 to 10, Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse, only $10, and from 10 to midnight, it's the Anti-Wax Show. So that's what's going to be coming up for you guys every Friday here at Mutiny Radio. So what you do is no. switch 3 and 4 on that submixer. There you go. Perfect. And it's up on the submix, and we'll be back here on Mutiny Radio. Is it playing? I don't hear it. I don't hear it either. Hmm.
Is the volume on this computer off? Uh, no, no, no. No. We'll keep talking. Try to figure this out. Yes. Little, yeah, it's that's crazy because it's the submixers up and.
Cast here on Mutiny Radio. I'm having an awesome conversation with Shake of the Anti-Wax Show. It's going to be starting here on Mutiny Radio, Fridays 10 to midnight. Uh, I just found out you ran for the mayor of Oakland for the Green Party four yes. years ago. This is it's so exciting that you have like a political mind and political ambitions to change things for I assume the better. Not anymore. Not anymore! <laughs> but the green... But, so you ran under the Green Party. Uh, would you yeah. Would you want to, to have started your own party? Well, or know. was it that Green Party is... Like, I just, at this point, I just want to have a party. So just like whatever there's a party available, y'all want to invite me, just take me to the party. I just want the party. Like, no, but, but reality, Green Party on paper is excellent. And if enough of people would engage the Green Party, it would be a, a great third party. Yeah. Right. However, it's just, it just, there's a, there's a disconnect in in the reality of the effort that we have to make to make change. Sure. Like we think it's like a march. It's like that was like the exercise. It's kind of no, like the people. Well, it's the new the new generation thinks it's already done. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like, well, I tweeted, I did my part, right? And I used to teach both high school and college for a while, and watching the new generation grow up. When I was younger, I'm 44, so I'm dating myself, but like. I was like, I really want to get good grades, and I'm trying so hard, and I'd, you know, the, they'd give me a paper, and I'd say, I'm going to rewrite it, I'm going to make it better, and I'd, and when I was teaching, I assumed that kids would have this same, like, ambition, or, uh, what's the word I'm for, discipline, and I would, they'd have a paper, and they'd write it, and it'd be like a C minus, and I'd be like, you know, here were the problems, and you can fix it, and you can get a better grade, and they'd be like, nah, it's done. Yeah. Like, but it's it's really not good enough. They're like, no, 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 it's done. Done is good enough. Yeah. And I'm like, well, not always. See, sometimes your only effort isn't your best effort. And sometimes your effort wasn't good enough. But I feel like this new generation is like, but everything I do is perfect. And you're better than your circumstances, right? Oh. Meaning that you might think this. All right. Hey, Mutiny Radio listener, I have to send this story in for the show that I'm doing next week at the makeout room. And um, so I'm, I'm going to record the story. All right, here we go. Hey, this is Pam Benjamin. And this is the story for about last night. I am going to talk about uh, the biggest dick I ever saw. Oof. So first, you should know that I don't watch porn. I've never been a porn watcher. I was raised so Christian, and it's just something I never did. Um, so I've never really seen, I have no idea what sex is supposed to be. And then I was married, and he was Christian too, and um, he was practically the first person I ever had a sexual experience with. And then we were together for 13 years, and he was an African-American gentleman, and we would go to parties, and people would say, he has a huge dick, and I would say, yeah, but I had nothing to compare it to because I'd never really seen anything at all. 
um, I'm like up in a tower of pornless universe. I don't know how it happened. I, anyway, so we go to parties. People are constantly saying, oh, your husband's dick is huge. Yeah, oh my God, it's enormous. It's crazy huge. Dick, the biggest cock I've ever seen. Woo! And it is, I mean, I was at the time. That's the biggest I'd ever seen at the t- time. And I wasn't even like, who? Okay. So, I'm a special education teacher at the time, and I was substituting in a special ed classroom where all the kids had IQs under 80, and they were very special, and they were aged like 16 to 22, and there were two aides in the classroom, two other adults who were helping, and I'm just the substitute. I'm just the person with the credential and the past the C-best, so here I am, went to college, and I'm teaching these kids how to boil water and make noodles and ramen and how to sort uh, different shapes and things and how to fold laundry, a lot of life skills. And there's a bathroom in the classroom. And from behind this door, I hear screaming, screaming. And I look at the two adults and I'm like, is there something the matter? What's going on? And they just pretend they said, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, don't worry, don't worry about that at all. I remember this classroom, there was a kitchen and there was a table. We were all sort of spread about doing different things. And again, from the locked or the closed door, I didn't know if it was locked or not. Screaming, screaming, like wailing. And I look at these adults and I say, there's something happening in the bathroom. Do we worry about this? And they go, no, 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 no. everything is fine. Everything's cool. Don't worry about it. So the third time, the wailing, the insanity from behind this door. And as a good Jew, if something happens three times, you have to address it. You're hungry, have a snack. I don't want one. I don't want one. The third time, all right, you have to have, except with crack. If you get offered crack the third time, don't. You're not supposed to do that. But it's the third time, wailing behind the door, screaming, the gnashing of blah. So I look at these women in the classroom, and I open the door. And what I see is the most disturbing, large donkey cock, huge, like 19 inches erect. And there's this kid with long brown hair that's kind of greasy and the back of his head's a little flat. And he is smiling and he is laughing and he is jerking the shit out of his enormous donkey cock, this 19, I'm so scared. I'm frightened. I've never seen, and I didn't know that this was possible. This is the scariest thing I've ever, I can't even, what? And he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't even black. So I was freaking out. I slammed the door closed. I went, ha, I turn around. And the two women in the classroom are laughing and laughing. And they say, he does that to all the substitutes. And I'm just like, what? We're all okay with this. And and I think we have to be because God has a horrible sense of humor. This kid is never going to get to show this to anyone else. They don't think it's going to happen. And this is his opportunity. And these, the school is supporting him in his dream. And then I thought, is there a fetish for special needs porn? And then I was like, That's, I'm a terrible person. And then I thought, oh, I could finally be a capitalist and be a manager and then we can both make lots of money. This is the biggest dick I'd 
ever seen. And um, I'm not with my ex-husband anymore, not because of that dick and not because his dick was, I just didn't know. I didn't know. I had no perspective at the time. So I, you know, when I slept with my first white guy and I was like, whoa, your dick is huge. He was like, six inches is pretty standard. So perspective. All right. That's my story. And I don't know if it's where it needs. Thank you. Please help make it better and longer. And I probably have to slow down, huh? Okay, so I'm going to send that in <laughs> if you got. All right. It's no, funny no. that you didn't want to see it. Yeah, I know. Right? I haven't seen it, but I know it's about blindness because they have really good marketing. No, it's, it's definitely uh, it's, it's similar to some other things, and I can see how it would work. It's kind of like when you start to create a genre. When you, the great part about somebody saying, I'm in a genre. Yeah. Is that you can remake within the genre and no one gets mad. Like dystopian future. Is yeah, that, it's yeah, a dystopian yeah. future movie like the new genre, Hunger Games and yeah. and the other Divergent. And, you know, the, so there's, yeah, the different. It's yeah, cool to be in like, a genre because it, it's not to say that. Uh, the Lobster. That was a very dystopian future <laughs> movie. Oh, my God. I never see that. Oh, my God. Uh, not only is. Colin someone Colin something I don't know Colin something he's he's a guy who's very famous or whatever but he's fat in it he's portly and it's so funny to see him be like kind of like it's great uh, that and then everybody you either get you'd love it because people either are in a relationship in the city they find their match and they're in a relationship in the city or they have to go to this really nice hotel and they have 45 days to find a match. Otherwise, they get turned into the animal of their choice and they hang out in this crazy forest and then there's these people that hunt the animals in the forest and they're the loners but they're not allowed to have sex with each other and they're only allowed to dance alone and they like live in the woods and people the people in the so vacation complex hunt them and when they when they hit them with darts then and then they turn them into animals when they hit them with darts they get more days to try to find a mate. It is the weirdest thing. It is so, like, philosophically, mind-blowingly weird that about relationships. Kind of <laughs> it is. And you sit and you're like, they, and the they, things... They took a, they, that's like a, they took <sighs> a Buddhist uh, take, an uh, incarnation take huh. on dating. Yeah. Like, the importance of dating. If you don't get it in this life, then you can sub, you submit yourself to a lower form to be hunted, to be replanted into the concept of finding a mate. Yeah, he wanted to be the whole movie called The Lobster. He wants to be a lobster. That's the that's the animal he's going to turn into because they live for 99 years and they're cold in the bottom of the sea or something. But, like, other people want to be a peacock or a puppy. So, but His brother get, is a dog. But, but if you get caught... <laughs> If you get caught, then they turn you into an animal anyways. If you decide to be a loner and you run around in the forest with the animals, the people that are in the vacation thing go out and hunt you at night. And if they shoot you, then they get an extra day to stay and look for a mate and you get turned into an animal. Okay. It's so weird. Yeah. See, that's that. I see. I need to think of more stuff like that. It is, but it's like there's a it's, place for unusual ideas. It's like, the dystopian future. But that's the thing is, people don't use critical thinking anymore. There was something that you said, and I want to get back to it. Critical thinking, critical reading. I used to teach high school, and I left 
teaching high school in 2001 because George W. Bush was elected and he and his wife started the No Child Left Behind program. And it basically cold critical thought from our teaching for eight years. We created an entire society of children that were taught to the test. They were taught to A, B, C, D. They were taught to memorize. They were taught to answer questions, but not to ask why. They took out all of the um, writing essays. They took out, they just, they made it all to teaching to this test to move on from grade to grade. And school's performance and the money they would get would be based off how their children performed on these tests and how they got better over time and such. That was also a dystopian movie. I can't remember the name. <laughs> well, well just, I mean, dystopian no, no, I mean, future, 1984, you know but this is real. Like, no, this no, no, was 2000. You're speaking on something real. And I'm yeah. saying, like, yeah, that's a, even a kind, that's a kind. So, because, okay, it's like having uh, different pieces of something, different fruits. Mm-hmm. But you don't have, you only have a basic concept of fruit. You never tasted it. Sure. So you don't even know what to choose from. You don't right. even know what you're looking at. Right. You don't even know if it's good for you. And we took out PE and we took out. You know, so no more dance. They took out art classes. They took out cooking classes. So kids can't even identify vegetables or fruits at all. Like, we're not, instead of teaching children in school how to be people, but like I feel we used to. to with child being no, left no, behind. no child left behind was but, the name but, of their but, program. But it's the opposite. But exactly. that's how it always is. Exactly. So instead of, we actually left the children behind because we were teaching them how to become people and how to be rounded. And we just took all that away and said, teach the test, teach the the test. The test is important. The test is everything. And then they're not, they can't interact with one another. How, and I was a special education teacher. So I left because I was like, how, I can't even get them to sit for 10 minutes without a timer. You and think they're they going to sit for two and a half hours in some academic test? Please. Yeah. And then they give them Ritalin. Right, and then they give them drugs, which is baby methamphetamine. It's methamphetamine for children. It's great. I love Ritalin. But recreationally, oh, this is the other theory I have. I love thinking. (laughs) Um, So many children, so I'm 44, and I was of the generation where they started putting kids on Ritalin, and they're still on it. Or Adderall, pick a a baby methamphetamine. It don't matter. But all, like, there's whole generations of people that have been on drugs for their whole life. And I feel like I want to invest in kidney dialysis centers because I feel like if you've been taking pills and drugs to augment your behavior or augment whatever in your life for 40 years, like your liver and your kidneys aren't gonna get fucked up. Have we ever done any long-term studies on the long-term usage of low-dose methamphetamines? Mm. Have we done that? Has anybody thought about putting any money? They haven't, on the flip side, they haven't done the, the uh, case study on the technology in the cell phone as oh, far as how people cancer. function. <laughs> no, oh. I'm just saying even how we function interactions, like we, we're losing, we've lost, we have to fight. Like, I'm literally like, okay, like, on one end, I was like, yeah, I could be online all day, talk to people online, mm. you know what I mean, you know, all day, right? However, without physical interaction, then what do you really have? Like, you uh, have you to create an actual connection as opposed to a... 
Yeah, you have to expose yeah. yourself to a certain degree because a lot of times people are are getting comfortable with their devices. Yes. And because when you do everything like that's what I was saying, that's part of the reason why I'm here is like, okay, I can do a podcast on my cell phone. Mm-hmm. It comes in very clear. Yeah. Like wonderful. However, I would have to create the the environment. I'm not meeting anybody. Right. I'm not completely interacting. And for somebody that can actually isolate themselves just for their own protection, you know what I mean? Then, you know, I mean, of course I'm out and I deal with people, but I'm talking right. about like on a, in, a, in a way of meeting. In, in Emotional protection. Yeah. What I mean is that uh, as we... Uh, um, um, was, I'm, I'm, my, I'm losing I lost my myself too. Because <laughs> weed. <laughs> I know, because weed. <laughs> weed is good. If you remember what we were talking about, give us a call, 415 550 Oh, so I was talking about the cell phones. Oh, and, the cell phones and the disconnection, yes. Yes, and the disconnection. See, this, see, you, like, we got disconnected. We got disconnected. <laughs> we got disconnected. <laughs> is, is it because with, uh, cell phones are a, a tremendous tool? Like, I literally make money on my cell phone mm. and I can make money on my just on the cell phone however if you Crazy. don't know how to socially interact or or project or critically think or put pieces together because everything you do comes from your device mm. then you're not really a well-rounded individual true and you can't you can't use your power like it's power but you also is almost as good as your network also like it's just you know what I mean it's just as good as your uh, critical thinking. Sure, the people you, the, how you surround yourself with. That's why I don't I don't have a smartphone. Is that I don't think I deserve one. I I don't want a little computer in my pocket. And I think that we're giving everyone a computer in their pocket. And I think that that's a luxury and not a right. It's like driving a car. I don't drive a car well, either because it's not as an American. It's like that's your entitled Americanism. Come on, why don't you drive a car? And I'm like, because I don't believe in. Having a car, I don't want the fossil fuel waste, and I can take the bus, and I love the bus, and I learn a lot. Of, I do a lot of work on the bus, and I meet people on the bus, and I interact and c- communicate with people, and I like public transportation. I don't agree with all of these, like, entitlement things that we have. I don't I don't think everyone should have a computer in their pocket. I think that's an well, entitled thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back because I've, I've thought about that, right? And, like, and I've actually, you know, kind of... Get the Luddite argument. Not saying you're going all the way there. You know. Oh, no, I'm a Luddite. Okay. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. I have no idea how to program a VCR. <laughs> like, no idea. So, so, but I, I, my, my argument is a socialist coming from the military, which is socialism. Most people don't understand. Oof. It's socialism. Food, shelter, safety, education, value instead of money. Oof. Yes, you get paid. I'm a socialist, so that's an interesting concept. Which no, Oof. I'm telling you it from is. a veteran. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You get paid. You don't tell you this. This you have to get to a you have to go you have to go research, research, because if you don't, you end up homeless. Sure. Because you won't understand concept of value over money. Right. You keep thinking you're valuable. Hey, guess what? You're in capitalism. They don't give a fuck. I yes, that's true. You, they care how much you spend. It's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they take you out of they train you as a child, 19, 20, 21, yeah. as a socialist. That's so funny. Hard socialism. You are valuable, and that's all that you are, and that's great. That's yeah. Long as you remain a socialist. Sure. When you get out, we don't tell you get last. When I got out, they gave you like a week course. They gave you some self improvement books and said, "Congratulations!" Wow. Right. Well, and the other thing I've heard people in the military, they give you the money for school, but if you fuck up and do some things wrong, that money goes away, and you have to use it within a certain time. And well, I mean, you just have to be smart about 
what they give you when you leave. I had a friend who just got fucked because he fucked himself really when he, he like was in for a semester and then he left and then they were paying and then he did and something happened with his grade, blah, 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 blah. He just wasn't responsible yeah. enough to take advantage of the gifts that they gave him post-service. the problem on that. They know this. Mm-hmm. They they don't listen, train you how to no, use what I'm gifts saying is head. yeah what I'm saying is they know because we are no matter what whether you're in war directly or any part of the military there's yeah. no easy part mm-hmm. right there's no branch that's like cakewalk maybe except the air force <laughs> right maybe but even then they do stuff right right so so because you're living in this regimented environment you know what I mean it's a way of life that you know that you that you don't think the same way. Right. So when you get out, the shock of capitalism, mind you, there's no warning. It's literally going from, I was living on a spaceship. I was born on a spaceship. Yeah. I mean, I was born in capitalism, but then I went to the spaceship early, and I spent like seven years on the spaceship. Right. It's totally different in space. Yeah. Right? Okay, now they're sending me back to Earth and say, hey, you know how we do it on Earth? We're not really going to tell you. Just figure it out, but it's having something to do with money. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're going to give you a little bit just because we know you fucked up. We've got to fuck you up. So we're going to give you a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, sh- and so you wonder what, like, a lot of these veterans probably got three, four hundred dollars coming in. Right. But they choose. It's not enough for rent, though. But in they San choose Francisco. to be homeless because they it benefits them because they're socialist minded. Oh. They see the value and not they can adjust. They've been trained. Look what the military does. They train you. They go to the field. You're cold. You're, they, right. you're, you're intense. You're doing yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know take showers. Like, don't take showers. Yeah, exactly. Go potty over here. Okay, yeah. then. So the socialist mindset Ooh. of the military conditions you to be homeless. Oof. You know what I mean? It, that is such an interesting perspective. You got to be a veteran. Right. I just, I, well, I have a problem with anyone telling me what to do, so I could yeah, never yeah, be in yeah. the military. Most, I would have been like, uh, please. Well, we, that's, never the, that's another thing. I would have been we such get, a troublemaker. When we, get out, when we get out, we a lot of us adopt that, like, I am not telling, no one's telling me what to do. Right. Uh, I, like, I got to work for myself. This is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what I'm saying is that I have a, a the socialist aspect, but we need to add technology to it. Because it creates the level playing ground, meaning uh. that meaning that if if everybody has a, the food, shelter, safety, and in the certain points of education, and they're prepared to have the technology, you don't have smart, pe- dumb people with smartphones. Right. And then you can actually push humanity forward. And with technology, it doesn't take much to train someone to know the basics. So that they can use that phone to go to a higher level. The reason I don't want a smartphone is that I never wanted inst- I never wanted MySpace. I was one of the last people to join MySpace. I never wanted Facebook. See it as a necessary evil. Got it. Okay, that's falling apart now. Now I have to be on Instagram. Fuck Instagram. I hate these platforms where it's just another way for everyone to feel shitty about themselves because you look at everybody else's idealized life that they push out with their technology. Look at me in a selfie with my girlfriend on the thing. We're so happy. Look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me do this. Look at me do that. People look at me. Look at me. Life through the, through the- and I, I hate the concept that I'm forced to look at everyone else's idealized life and I have to participate in it and like it in order for my podcast business to exist. It just, it makes me, I'm, I'm angry at the way things work and I, that's a dumb perspective to take, I guess, but it is so hard for me 
to do Instagram. I have to do it on my tablet. I wish someone else would do it for me. I hate it. I have to take pictures. It takes me out of my stuff. Like, on my shows, now I have to do Instagram. I used to like engaging and enjoying the comedians on the show, and now I'm concerned about taking a good picture of them to immediately post it to Instagram so that the next day I can take it and I can share it on the Facebooks and then I can take the podcast and I can attach it to that because maybe someone will find it. Like... Why? Why? I, I see. It's my martyrdom thing. Like I wouldn't do it. But I just need like a twelve-year-old child. Is like it's so easy. I enjoy flyers. it. You need to put out flyers for like. Oh, uh, I do. Interns. Oh God. Like you know, just like you no, know, you got to be in yeah. your twenties. Like t- no, no one under under twenty-three. Under twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three and, and yeah, meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Meh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So it's like you got to be because. The way technology is, it's like it's kind of like it is a necessary evil. Like me, I kind of take breaks. I take, I'm, I like to fast in different ways. Mm-hmm. So I take social media fast, just you know what I mean, just because. And then you come, it's just like anything. You come refreshed, like you say, mm-hmm. okay, and I can play with this because it really sucks. Like in a, in, a, in, a, in a, I mean, in a sense, it's like this, right? Only the people that's in front of you are the people that you really could deal with. Like those are real people, right? Right. And then everybody else that even is looking, they're, they're either, real. yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're real. Though. They're, they're in the distance. Things. Like they're yeah. in the, they're not. You know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. like you don't really affect my life. You can't really, you know, do anything. It's just kind of say if we have 500 people listening, right? Whether you might be a real person, but you're really in your house, you know, butt naked dancing around or whatever you're doing. Sure. Cool. You know what I mean, or, you know, or watching TV, listening to this, you know what I mean? Whatever Ugh, you're doing, Netflix, goddamn. Yeah, whatever you're doing is probably something on the side. So you don't have your full attention. So even if you're hating, it's not really you. It's just a piece of you being a jerk. Right? right, so you only really could worry about the people that's in front of you. That's what I'm starting to like. That my vibration, like, yes, get if you want to do something, do it with people. Right, like you know what I mean. Don't mm-hmm, do it mm-hmm. any other. If you do it with people, at least those people can see you, recognize, and, and understand you're a real person. Right, this is just an additive to me getting in front of people. I mean, I, you know what I mean? I want yes, you to hear me yes, so you can say, hey, look, I want to see you. Thing. Yeah. I want to see you, too. Let's let's see each other. Right. You know what I mean? You, hey, hey ladies, you want to wear how I look? You want to see? Come see you me. You want to do it or no? Because yeah, you know, he's going to start doing comedy soon. I hey. have to. I have no choice. I told you. I, that's why I told yeah. you I read for office. Like, there's no alternative for me. I have to be a comedian, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Even if I'm not funny, it's funny to me. <laughs> funny. That, I think my whole life is hilarious. Like, I have stages. I'm in stage three, act three, ready to go. This is the beginning of act three. Sweet. That's <laughs> good that you have. I, it's it's hard to, I just have to, I just have to keep putting goals. It's hard for me to look big picture anymore. It's like, I have so many things in place that all I can do is put my head down and work every day and accomplish the things that I know that I have to in order it's ugh, it's but, just like but that's more what it is more though than, but that's what like, I mean you got like to not be depressed right because depression it, it, it comes on and it, it, it makes it easy for you just not to do things right right you know what I mean? but to to do the work that you know you chose to be to do live the life you chose is that's the motivation. That's right. what that's where I'm at. I'm like, man, I don't I'm blessed to be able to say I have the freedom and mental capability to think of the things I think of. Whether you get it or not, that's a gift in itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's true. And in the United States, it's a thing that we can think and express. I mean, no matter how 
butt fuck backwards and not that butt fucking is bad so i don't even want to put that stigma on there not consensually that's great but our fucking government sucks balls and i see and sucking balls isn't bad either i'm such all language is political and i feel like a dick (laughs) see i did it again because all our language is political and even when i swear there's like misogyny and homophobia even in my like swearing usually i'll call people a cunt face and that's like the it's just funny because i consider myself this non-homophobic non-misogynistic person and yet every time i open my mouth to swear or call the government well, if, like if you refer to licking dog fucks then it's, it's if you still, referring to a man it's kind of okay as long as you know what I'm yeah. because you know you know we men are kind of weird we're not full human <sighs> No, no, look, no, and listen, and Cute I listen. Man. I, want, I want, listen, I want men to understand. Like, listen, I'm your friend, but we have to be honest with ourselves. Mm. Okay, there's science behind what I'm saying. Sure. It's not just me saying, oh, he's trying to cater to women. No, women don't want to hear this. Most of them are patriarchal, whether they do yeah, or not. Absolutely, they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear what I have to say. Women, <laughs> like it, we're we are such slaves to the patriarchy. Our language does it for us. I'm a female. I'm yeah. a human. Yeah. I mean, I'm a what man. All of the, like, the prefects well, that's what I subjugates feminine. me. It's all feminine <laughs> energy, though. It's so, like, we, everything comes from the, I say the divine feminine creator, right? Everything. Yeah. So, like, it's like, okay, if, if woman is the universe, like, you know, and not God, the universe, and then she created God, which would be maybe man. Sure. Right? So, but she's the universe. Wow. You know what I mean? And nice you, perspective. Yeah, like, so you can't, you, there's nothing outside of it. Yes, there is God, and that could manifest through me as man, right? But I, th- who gave me the authority? Ah. Uh. Okay, so you you can't box yourself out of the feminine energy, and it's the, that's the lie. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a switch of rule. You see the yeah, you know yeah, with the, no, little, the, the they got the cups moving and boom 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 boom. What cup? But who benefits? That's the thing. And it, oh, the small few that know the truth. This they they set up a whole. It's like this. They took the the top of the pyramid. They knocked it down and said you're from the you're the bottom, and then they put the I the I the what they knew what they learned from the top of the pyramid mm. and put it as a mirror like we this is us. Uh, everything came from us. Everything came from this male everything. It's so funny. It, us, people the think, U.S. We're yeah, so yeah. we're so small minded. Yeah, exactly. It's only been we've only been around for like 300 years. Yeah. And like everything is us. We are capitalists. And I we said, are real. You with, maybe with me is I thinking like a. 50,000 year historical reference So so a lot of times I'm like Well listen if I go by the pure Knowledge of history Me being Being uh, Polyamorous Me not believing in certain constructs is more The truth than it isn't Like we've only been functioning like this for what Maybe 2,000 years tops Right You feel me? Well no people knowing how to read Uh, Let's. I think that the real the real fall of things is with technology, and it started with, okay, I mean, is it farming implements? No, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's with mass written word, because once, once we had, the, once we had the printing press and we had the technology where it wasn't just one person writing it down and the priests reading it or these special people that learned how to decipher these symbols, I think that the printing press was like, hey, here it is. If you want it, here's the information. It's like, whoa. It exists. And then we had to teach people to read. Oh, my God. And when we start teaching women to read, oh, holy fuck. Why'd we ever do that? Mm-hmm. You know, like the the deciphering of the letters, of the symbols, and the this- spreading of that knowledge was 
sort of the way for them to really control us that much more? Maybe? Well, I mean, it, it, if it, technology has been skewed from the printing press to push the ideology of patriarchy, mm. which was the opposite of like everything. I believe the only real war that ever really exists right now is matri- patriarchy versus matriarchy. Wow. The, everything else is an illusion. I mean, and matriarchy should and will always win. Like it has no look. It, 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 there's no point in history where this form of ideology, where men make rules over women. Mm. Now, conceptually, yes, we like I told you, I believe we're here to protect. Three things, men are program. We're here to protect, provide pleasure. That's it. The three P's. That's it. Also, penis, which well, is part it, of pleasure. Part of the, yes, <laughs> yeah. you know, I would just say penis. protect, provide pleasure. Yeah, that's it, man. And I mean, now yeah. mind you, you can you can have a connection with with uh, your higher self, and you can you can be respectful and do all these things. But at the end of the day, for I've seen it, but I'll just speak for myself. My primary motive, my instant reflex, comes to these things. Huh. When it can, you know, or or just or self, meaning the, the only things this breaks the program, which makes me unique, is that I keep functioning with say, look, how do I stay in tune with my higher self? How do I be a better person? How, you know what I mean? Right. Like the, the the isolation that necessary to be a, to raise your vibration. Sure. But when I'm not, if I'm out, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm when I'm primary just male programming, I'm I'm looking to provide protective pleasure. All right. It makes me feel good, and I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. Now I'm not like just chasing women, like you know what I'm saying. No, no, no. I I I, I get you. It's your it's your biology. It's it's. See, I think that the 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 big war is. The haves versus the have-nots. It's the capitalists versus the. I, I don't think it has to do necessarily. I don't think the. I think the class war is the biggest thing, that, and that supersedes man versus woman, because women could also subjugate people with their wealth. Mm-hmm. But it's. I, I think that. I don't know. I just. I wish we could all have. Capitalism makes me so angry, and a lot of it is that, because I don't buy into it i don't get to receive its many many gifts and then i get angry but then sometimes sometimes i understand that i cannot live the socialist lifestyle of which i choose without the capitalist society like i function as like sort of this socialist leech monetarily inside this capitalist framework See, that's where that's what i mean is that's what the caveat that's what i'm saying is that i know you i could tell you're a socialist before you said it because i because it's like because because i because for socialism value is paramount right so you understand i'm valuable so i don't care what you i don't care about anything i know i'm valuable yeah right so okay boom but that's not Capitalism doesn't care because capitalism cares about worth, not value. Yeah. But then worth and value. Be, but you could be oh, similar words. No, no, no. More. Monetary worth is yes. not intrinsic value. Yes. And we are taught in a capitalist society that you have no intrinsic value Meaning without that, wealth. Th- this, this piece of paper represents my belief in it. But if I brought in a, a piece of gold, that would have intrinsic value. Right? Well, but it doesn't. We just subscribe 
value to it. No, that's no, the that's thing. what I mean. Same thing as our piece of paper money. We just go, what subscribe value to that? Well, no, the gold has actual intrinsic value. I mean, it, oh. it, 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 it's valued all over the world and right. can be traded for any, just like you, like just like human trafficking. Ooh, yeah. So it's, it's value, right? <laughs> so, but that's what socialism, that's the base. One of the cores of socialism is value, right? Right. Okay. Technology evens the playing ground. Right. Meaning I'm not for technology in the capitalism because I could be used to it, it makes I like technology that spreads knowledge. So capitalism, in, capitalism and technology alone needs the stupidest audience to buy it, buy it over and over again. Right. Right. Cause we'll have to start talking about music in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about stupid audiences. Yeah, yeah, Pop music. Yeah. Some of it is a bag of shit. Yeah. So, but, but it everyone means, loves it. They get so popular. Well, yeah. And and I it, mean, it's stupid, but stupid works. And it's almost, yeah, it's stupid works, but it, but it, but you have to, my thing is, and I, and that's my balance is saying I need to be, um, Silly enough at times to get the audience in so that I can so I can I can inject the concept of the thought. Right. So that well so that you can provide a message. You're that's what every it, comedian is a is a is a proselytizer. Every comedian is is a has a message that I'm they are saying to the Jay Z of comedy uh, 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 Dave Chappelle. Right? Yeah. And Dave Chappelle literally, if you really watch his comedy, he'll literally do like fart jokes sometimes sure or like you know because he knows like he knows that this is this is me being silly because if i start off how i thought today well, but I, he's as political as fuck because he's he's addressing the issues of race of the the race divide that continues in our country and how yeah, we but it's but it's a play though like this is what i mean if proper this is what i mean by socialism Properly educated people, we don't have to keep having these discussions. Like, meaning, if I, if, if everybody was properly educated, we wouldn't have to keep. It's like this: you're the weak, the we're strong as the weakest link in the chain, right? Right. So mm-hmm. if I have to get this guy that thinks black people are dirty, filthy people, right? I have to, but I want, I have to talk. To you. You're human. You're, right. I hope please be human. Right. If you're okay. not, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm renegotiate. If, 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 you're if, alien? if you're able, we need to renegotiate. <laughs> because you know what you're doing. It's a whole nother conversation. Right. Okay, so if you're human, I have to get you to the point where you said, Hey, listen, one, we're all human first. And so we eat, sleep, and need the same things. Right. We might not be the same, meaning different uh parts of the earth. different historical backgrounds however we must get along and guess what before you started hating me because i'm a darkie you feel me there was rules and and, in things that allow us to live cohesively without you randomly attacking me or someone that i love right so so now that i've gotten you up to speed mr hate me because of my skin color you feel me (laughs) right now that you see your place in law and history and i see my place so therefore we can say we can work together without having to you using your influence over people to hurt my people right but it would have to get to the point where it's not i hate you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know Get to the point where saying this doesn't make any sense. Well, that, I mean, and that's the. I think that the systematic racism in our country is being used to uh, forward the political regime that's currently in office. The whole thing. The whole immigration issue, I feel like, is a racism issue. We're no, no, it's, it's racist it's against purely, dark people. No, it's purely. It's like this, right? 
when um when the president that should not be named. Yeah, I don't call him. I call him 45. We okay. try not to name him okay, on the yeah, show. Because you know, no, it's too much. It gives him too much <laughs> money. It's promo. No, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, but, <laughs> but when you're in that position, you're able to press the hard line on things, right? So, while he was campaigning, that's what he was, that was what his base wanted. Well, you know what I mean? Because really, you got to understand, he's just a puppet to the popularity. He but he can know that many he, people. He he moves in whatever direction the people are telling him to move because it's so, gross. so so that means you could just be the bad guy because you know your base is going to support you and your and if he could say, man, if I keep that base, I can move. I can, there's enough of this base. If it wasn't, he wouldn't exist. Right. So because literally, he's not like okay. You so know, he's not the racist. No, we're the racist. Yes, he's just they, he's just continuing. He's a bullhorn. Right. Right, he's it, a bullhorn. He's a bull. He's not a. He's not even. He man, listen, Donald. He doesn't Trump, care. He's the guy. Because you got to understand, no matter what we see, no matter how many what he says in public, no matter, behind the scenes, he's talking too. And right. he's been talking behind the scenes for years. You think? Oh, yes, Hillary hates him now. But she was buddies with yeah, him. Yeah, they were at the same Christmas party years what, ago. What I saw I'm, a picture of the Clintons. But even then, together. he yeah. don't because he's because he said it. Hey, I've donated to Democrats. I've donated to because I'm Donald Trump. He he. Uh, oh, sorry, I said. Yeah, it's okay. You didn't say that he was the president. Yeah, you just exactly. Said his name. He actually. Uh, there's a very interesting interview right after 9/11 when the towers are smoking in the background the devastated towers and he says in 2001 it was an inside job there's a great video yeah, no, because and it's in 2001 he goes i know buildings i know buildings and i know building demolition and i know that that was a building demolition yeah. and he says it in this big and he's talking to but a you, news camera you gotta see that's what i'm saying I, I he's been able shit. to occupy his own space mm -hmm. for a long long time because he has money yeah and what i mean is with that ability to occupy his own space right yeah. he's been able to push people pol politicians and others in whatever direction he wants now he's in a position and he's just jamming up the status quo now yeah. mind you is jamming up the status quo with a very ignorant base that's really most likely racist and or highly patriarchal mm -hmm. male and female yeah and majority european which is called white in america right you know what i'm saying yeah they able to maneuver that base Right. So it's not because so they hate the gays. They don't like the blacks. Those whatever brownies, been told, those, those brown whatever, immigrant, gross people, and then no abortion. Whatever they've been told. <sighs> yeah. Whatever they've been told. It's the, a baby. The Christian ideology, which pretty much comes with not Christianity itself, but in America, has been used to perpetuate a certain amount of warfare. Oh, right? absolutely. So, so what I'm saying is, he's galvanized the the, the soldiers of. Christ. Yes. You feel me? Yes. And the Bible Belt. Yes, and that's Tighten why he's that able to have uh, so-called African American preachers behind him and all this. Oof. So it's what I'm saying is, this wave is America, and we look, and this is, and we have to come to terms with that. Like <laughs> this is like, like even though we can sit in in a, in a beautiful California and, and talk about how great we are, and, you know, we can have these conversations. We're so bold. The majority, if you if you if you leave the city area, even in California, Fresno, all of those places are red districts. Mm -hmm. All of them. Every place outside of the city area is red. So, so I was taught when I was little that Republicans, well, Democrats. Okay, I'll say it first. Republicans are people with money who want to keep their money. Republicans are homeowners with money that want to keep their money. And Democrats are um, renters that want to give all of the Republicans' money to their poor people. 
That's mean, how it was explained to me as a child. That like that that I mean, I could see how that would be a great explanation for somebody that wanted to reinforce a certain ideology. Right. But then like, there's the green part. So for me, I think and Republicans and and Democrats are wrong. I want to see more choice because we just swing from one side to the other and there's no real choice. It's the same thing as McDonald's or Burger King. You're still gonna get you know, diabetes, but you get to make a choice. And I just don't, I just wish that we could embrace more choices and there could be a more sort of humanist approach to the way that we spend our money in this capitalist society. Okay. Look, it's one, like I said, we need to question. This is me. Take no socialism. I want to actually do it. I'm I'm sending out to the universe. I want to do a Ted talk on take no socialism because we haven't had, even a presentation hmm. of an optional ideology. I'm not trying to burn the system down. I'm not. Look, anarchy is is cool when you're young and <laughs> you're mad at things. Yeah. When you grow, become an adult, you have to rebuild. You have to have a plan for the destruction and a plan to rebuild, not sure. just a plan for the destruction. That's my issue. Anarchy. I, when I was in the military, there was a game called Civilization, where basically uh, you can start from a village and move to a city and then move to different, you know, from a, a monarchy to, you know, this different types. But in between all of that is anarchy. Mm. Between, you know, before, as the turnover, some houses get burned and then you move to another uh, form of government. Right. Okay, so we got to get past the anarchy. The concept of anarchy is only a temporary to get to the next level. If you're not practicing something else you know what i mean right then you have then you have nothing and, yeah. and what i'm saying is without with for people socialists right because right. you say you're a socialist I, yeah so i'm more of a marxist i'm we, more of a marxist we, socialist but yeah we, but socialism yeah socialism okay so that's where we are on the same page mm-hmm. okay so for a socialist i'm saying that I'm looking at old industries being destroyed. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a turnover via technology that's actually helping people. Sure. So therefore, let's move into a world that, that makes sense on both sides because things are burning down whether we like it or not. And they're not physically that's burning down. They're bu- old ways are burning down. Radio sure. is changing drastically. Absolutely, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all types of transportation, Uber, Lyft, uh, ride share, gig economy. Sure. Changing things drastically. Right, right. Bitcoin, so, so, other forms of money. Yeah, so so because Alternate of, because these currency. things are in place mm-hmm. and they're moving, we need to come up with a... a, 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 a uh, what is it, life raft or optional another ship? Sure. Do you know what I mean? I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for the solar flare. To be absolutely honest, <laughs> I'm hoping for the solar flare so that there is no more computers at all. <laughs> that there's no more electricity until we figure it out. Like where, like where See, we get to the point where there's like ride a bicycle and it's gonna power this thing. Everybody's gotta ride a bike all day. Like Burning Man shit. Not Burning Man shit, but like things. It'll be like that. I can't this wait. Is the thing. This is the thing. If 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 there was if there was some for some reason all electricity was out, right? Yeah. But we still have fire, right? Yep, yep. Fire, but fire. you know the concept though is that what, what a lot of people don't get about this no electricity that if there's no electricity, it would be hard to conduct anything. Sure. So they would so even fire might even not be fired as we know it. Meaning meaning it cause, cause what I'm saying is electricity is part of the part of 
the structure of our reality. So right. without electricity, the, the concept of fire might even be a problem. Oof. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm sure, saying? Sure, sure. So, so, so what I'm saying is that if that happens, then society would break down into tribes. Yes. And, and, and people would fight in gangs and, and it would just all be sight on sight. Yep. There might be big communities that are formed, but it would still be sight. Meaning mm-hmm. that family structure would have to go from there. I think it would. I think we would go back to the. We would both go back to communism, where we'd be in, in tribes of no more than fifty people, because it's really hard to care intimately for more than fifty people, because you you start not knowing everybody's names. I mean, I think that's that's why communism doesn't work, is that people try to make it bigger than it can be. Communism only functions within groups of fifty well, yeah, or smaller. In a, in a commune. Right in a commune. Yeah, exactly. But the the purpose behind it is that you have to have. Interaction, intimate interaction with but people see, and would, care about that them. That would be kind of a family. See, that's, yeah, it would be like a family. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then, like I said, you also have to have rules on how to interact with other families. Exactly, and, and like, so, so it would so be you, so. So you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it yeah, still yeah. would have to be. Oh, I can't wait for those and I'm days. Saying, and I'm saying that right. I'm I'm all for the reconstruction, but I'm saying that I don't believe the most with the evidence that I have now. We need to imp- involve technology in our evolution. Right. Because without it, we don't want a small group of people that, that wants to be God, playing God, and we just running through a sin program without our will. We don't want, you know what I mean? See, yeah, it's good. You, you're you still dealing in reality. Like, I like <laughs> to take, I like to be like, okay, reality sucks. Here's, I, I just, I would super function in a, in that post-apocalyptic tribal world because I know how to denature protein over heat. I'm really good. Like, in a survivor type of scenario, I would really thrive. Like, my skills and abilities would finally come to the forefront and all these fucking little 23 to 27-year-old fuckbags making $150,000 at Twitter, you're nothing. You become nothing. The power you have over me at serving you when I'm a servant and you treat me shitty at my job where I serve food to people to survive to be an artist... You fucking little dickbags. You entitled pieces of shit. When the apocalypse comes, you will bow at my feet, you nothings that can do nothing for yourself. Oh, do you do you cook for yourself? You microwave? Oh, did you get DoorDash? Because you don't know. Well, I'm so rich, I just don't know how to do anything for myself. I can't wait to those entitled children that... Everything they do on their phone. Well, it just got delivered. Now I'm going to get an Uber. And then I'm going to go here. And blah, 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 blah. I just don't know where my money goes. I get $150,000 a year, but it's just such an expensive city. I really, really hate the I future. I hate I them. I don't think, I don't think, I, you know, I don't, and I don't blame <laughs> you because I, I, I do Uber and Lyft. You see them. You know them. What I'm saying is that. Uber is very man. Something's wrong. With the the culture of that is just awful. And I and what I'm saying is the reason why I mention is because Lyft is techno socialism, mm. meaning the uh-huh. culture is saying, "Hey, I'm a human. Hey, you're a human. Hey, I'm providing a service. Well, I need a service. Well, guess what? Let's work together. How about that? So Bing. for for this yeah. limited amount of time, we're sharing the same space. We're at least cordial. Right. I get the twenty percent of humanity that might have a bad day, something going on in their mind, something they have to deal with. They need to be alone. This is their alone time. I get that. I read that off the first three seconds. Sure. But you know to at least make the introduction so that we can be quiet together. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now, on the flip side, when you're dealing with Uber and their their culture is 
me, me, me. I'm a god of the planet Earth and or fuck you because you're my servant. Right. So it's a different attitude. It's not all. I'm talking about the 20 percent. The 80 percent of humanity is good. Sure. On all most levels. Some people with money aren't jerks. Yeah. However, that 20 (laughs) percent is lightly psychotic and dangerous on the Uber side. Like something's really seriously wrong. I don't. I it's so bad. I don't even go to Marin anymore. Wow. I, I, I've told myself my spirit, if my my ancestors have given me a warning that you are no longer allowed to go across that bridge. Wow. If if I get a ride and I know that I'm going to Marin, I'm gonna counsel. They can say whatever they want. I don't care. I'm, I'll tell them that my, I'm not allowed to go there. And they say, well, what if the, my my ancestors have told me. I've heard from my ancestors. And, and I'm not allowed to go willingly. Right. Like, I mean, if I, if, I can, if I get, oh, damn, I'm already going, fuck. Okay, but willingly, if there's a point mm-hmm. of a decision where I can optionally bow out. You say, no, Marin. I'm good. Well, they don't, they don't actually want anything over there. They got the opportunity in the 70s. This is very interesting about BART. So when BART started in the Bay Area, they could have, and they tried to, bring it around on both sides so that... So it hit Richmond. So it would hit, right, so it would go Richmond all the way down and around to Marin, underneath the Golden Gate as well, going into the city. But not only that, once you get out to Walnut Creek, going down the 680 corridor to join it up at Dublin, Pleasanton, Livermore, it's going out to now the 580 all the way around. But the rich people in Danville and San Ramon said, we don't want your riffraff here. We have cars we don't need your BART, and we don't want it. And they voted it down. They had the whole Iron Horse Trail, which was the original uh, train tracks that went all the way up and down California that, like, Wells Fargo used, and everyone, there's these historic train tracks, and they go right through. And it was all right there. And and they were like, no, we're just going to turn that into a bike path, and we'll let people run, you know, because they're rich, and they can drive into the city. Which we really they don't. do in places they have got you. So they <laughs> like, they made the El choice. In El Cerrito, yeah. a bike path, but it's above, you know, the BART is above it. They, yeah, right. they, they yeah. could have, they just, the rich people said no, and it's the same thing with Marin, and they all said, we've got enough cars we don't need and it was more like we don't need your riffraff we don't want people to have access to be here and that I find kind of gross it's pretentious as fuck yeah because we could have made like if we would have planned in the 70s when it was being made to have it all we'd have it all now and it'd be so easy and then we wouldn't have to rely so much on cars and fossil fuels and everyone has but, their prius yeah. now and oh i was eco driving and but i'm not you, really using you, gas see this is what i mean why people aren't shouldn't be surprised at our current you know president is like this is in the most liberal place arguably sure. meaning like okay so san francisco the city is liberal paradise. Right. You could be whatever you want and da-da-da-da-da. But as soon as you cross the bridge, you are now going to people that believe the total opposite. Right. So they come over to San Francisco to pretend. Some people come here to live and be that. Like, I am came from the Midwest. They were this way, and I'm here now. Right. Right? And this, sure. is, this is how I'm going to live. I'm serious. But right across the bridge, five miles away... The people believe exactly like your neighbors back home, wherever you come from. Right. So it's like, what? So what did you really? That's what I mean about the illusion of America. How how the concept is like? Yeah, there's conceptually these things, but not functionality. So don't be surprised when you have. Oh, I can't believe he's this. He's a racist. He's this. He's this. He's a misogynist. He's this. Go to Moran. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm just saying, like. No, you know, no. I hate my parents. I was raised very wealthy, and I'm white. And my when I left my husband, my my mother, she said, if you could just get on your Ann Taylor silk suit, and go into the financial district and find a nice, over 30, 30 non-married, no kids dude, and you're gonna be okay. And it was like, so you're basically telling me that I can't take care of myself, that I have no ability to financially take care of myself, I need to be with a man, that I just left my husband and the first thing I need to do is get under the protection of a man. Well, you know what? I don't fucking need that because I'm a human, I'm a person. I can do it my fucking self. I don't need to play into the patriarchy. And everyone in my life has been saying forever, sweetheart, you're a pretty white lady. Why don't you just get married? And it's like, <laughs> really? So, you know, like when you're even raised. So as a child, I was raised that my worth was how pretty I could be. It was like, it doesn't really matter if you're smart. It doesn't matter if you're clever. It doesn't matter if you're a great reader. But you better wear makeup and shave your legs and look pretty because no one will listen to you unless you're skinny and pretty. Just, And you'll yeah. never be with a guy. You'll, no one will ever take care of you unless you're pretty enough so that it gives you enough worth so that people will want to take care of you. Like... That and I, uh, 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 poor little rich girl, little white lady, so sad. Oh, I'm so subjugated. But like, I felt, I've always felt for years that, and that's why I've rebelled against it so much. And I'm like, I'm poor, I'm an artist, and I'm happy. Fuck you, you know, like because I'm, I'm so angry that I was put into this box and that people were like, you know, when you're a little girl and they go, you're so pretty, you're so pretty. It's like, can't you tell, can't we tell little girls that they're clever or yeah. good at sports or good readers or creative little beings or good cooks like, to validate their talents as opposed to their physical appearance. It just, I don't know. I just, I, it makes me so angry that physical appearance as women or sometimes that's the only that's what we're taught our worth, yeah, worth is, our, our value it's, is. It's unfortunate, and that's part of the problem with society. We, <laughs> it's backwards. We're not. What I'm saying is, I, 